So. Says recording. All right, here we go. Now we're recording. All right, welcome to Not Your Mama's Podcast. Unless your mom is a social worker. So <laughs> Linda and I are trying out this new way to uh, record today, which is doing it virtually because COVID-19 has got everybody up in their houses. Right. Oh, yeah. We are currently quarantining ourselves and trying to make sure we're abiding by, you know, what the governor and everyone's telling us by staying inside and not spreading the virus. Better safe than sorry, guys. That's right. And as we know, as of yesterday, the United States is uh, leading the charge with the most confirmed cases of COVID-19. I know. It's so sad. It's so sad. It is. And... Uh, also, for us, as we reside in Milwaukee County, Milwaukee County's north side is actually being affected the most, which I think the most recent um, article I read indicated that African-American males are testing positive the most of the, the folks that have tested yep. positive for COVID-19. Yep, I saw that too. Very sad to see that. That's why it's so important, guys, to stay at home. Like, seriously, stay your tail at home. Okay. So, Linda and I are both kind of in situations where we're not, we're not working right now. I mean, we, I guess we are working from, uh, from far, but we're not in our everyday routines. So, I guess this is a good time to talk about kind of what we are able to do without being in the thick of it. And you know, what this quarantine kind of has us filling our time with. Absolutely. And, you know, we can also talk about um, some of our challenges. I think one of my main challenges so far has been like, I'm a hit the ground running kind of social worker. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) it's been very challenging for me to sit still and not be on the ground helping in any way I can. So that's been a real struggle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even for the job, that we both do. That's my full-time job. But, you know, we do have the ability to go out and see our people, in, you know, in person. But mm-hmm. I feel like the risk is just too high right now. Yeah. It's way too high. And is it worth it? I guess that's what we have to figure. Is it essential right now? I don't think it is. Right. Right. So, Brittany, what have you been filling your time with since mm. we've been in quarantine? Yeah, so um, fortunately, my husband is also home, so we've just been spending a lot of time working on outdoor projects, cleaning. Um, One of the things that I just started doing right before we um, actually, you know, where the safer at home order was put into place was I started coloring a lot. I I got a couple adult coloring books, and that's been very therapeutic for me. It's nice to just do something to get my mind off of it and um yeah it's been really good but besides that you know just trying to find ways to not go stir crazy because kind of like you said I'm very much used to being on the go doing things whether I'm working or not I'm always seem to be you know hanging out with friends or with family so this has been hard for me I'm realizing how extroverted I really am Mhm. Me too. Like I'm not a homebody at all, so mm-hmm. <laughs> this has been quite the challenge um for me. Yeah, However, you... it's also been 
a great experience as well. Like I've been able to really cater myself and cater to myself in like the most intimate ways, like really taking care of my physical health, mm-hmm. um, paying attention to my mental health more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm a Christian, so I've been really, I've really been intentional about uh, praying. Uh-huh. Um, I've really been intentional about just, you know, allowing myself to rest when, you know, I, that's just not usually how I operate. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been really nice to do that. Um, that's great to hear. Personally. I, I saw that you and your friends are doing that, like you're um, doing the, the workouts together. What workouts are you doing? Yeah. So my, I've been complaining for the longest time, Brittany, about, you know, gaining weight. Um, and I haven't been doing anything about it, but just complaining. So, <laughs> um, my girls, they're, they're actually pretty, uh, fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they follow through a little bit more when it comes to stuff like that, like working out and, you know, <laughs> and I don't. So, uh, they just kind of hit me up like, Hey, Linda, you know, you've been talking about it. Like, do you want to join? Like, sure. I mean, they've been kicking my butt, but, um, We've just been, like, looking up random workouts and just working out. It's been so helpful during this time where I feel so isolated. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's really a way for me to, like, congregate with my friends, um, you know, take care of my physical health. And it also helps me take care of my mental health because I feel like I'm doing something. I'm working towards a goal. Right. And it's been really, really helpful, like, throughout this time. So that's kind of – I've been doing that. Um I skipped out about like two or three days, I'll give or take. <laughs> but, <laughs> but all in all, it's been helpful, mm-hmm. you know. Well, that's what about you? Yeah, I um I have a couple at home workouts that I've been doing. Um, same kind of thing. I've been doing them here and there, not probably as much as I should be, but when I do get moving, it's really good. Especially like working in the yard on the nice days, that's been really good yeah. for me. Um, just to be outside when it's sun, you know, sunshine. And we have a massive yard, and we want to get a fence put in. So we're just trying to do as much cleanup as we can on the back end now so that we're not rushing when the time comes. So yeah. right before the um, uh, the Safer at Home order was put into place, we got an estimate on a fence. So, yeah, that's kind of what's, nice. yeah, that's what's been going on with us. So, that's some adult stuff right there, okay? Yeah. An estimate on a fence. Did you ever think you'd be going out to ask a person to give you an estimate for a fence? <laughs> no, I Or really... buying, like, kitchen cabinet doorknobs or something. Right, exactly. No, it's, it is very adult-like. I, and, and the reason we're doing it is for our dogs, of course. I mean, they deserve the world right. and more, so. But parents. <laughs> well, that's cool. So I guess I, I mean, so, so you guys, listeners, we really didn't, we were kind of doing this on the whim. Mm-hmm. So um, I figured maybe we can kind of switch gears a little bit, Brittany, if you're open to that and talk about like, what are some things, like maybe some tips we can give listeners or um, anybody, whatever, about, you know, what they can do if they are feeling isolated or mm-hmm. they feel like they need to tend to their mental health because I think that's been a struggle for me. Mm-hmm. I've been really um, actively like paying close attention to my own mental health during this time mm-hmm. um, and making sure like when those moments arise that like I can 
kind of dig into my toolbox to do something that's helped for me to kind of get out of that funk in that moment. Sure. So, I don't know. Do you have any tips, Brittany, like of things you think? You know, for me, um, because obviously spending so much time in the house is is like not something I'm really used to. I guess I am used to it more like on the weekends, but definitely not during the week. During the week, I'm always in the car or seeing clients. But um, usually what I try to do is I try to get outside at least once a day if it's one of those days where like I'm cooped up and just like do a lap around the house or around the block. Um, mm-hmm. that's really important because it just gets my mind elsewhere and I don't feel so isolated for me. Like being outside is, um, it's just good for me. Like it's, mm-hmm. I've never really considered myself to be much of like an outdoorsy type person, but in this case, like, I just really don't feel like I have any other option. Um, mm-hmm. also just like connecting with people, um, whether that's, I really in, have been enjoying doing it by video chat, but. You know, video chats on an option by the phone. Um, that's also been really good. I've needed to continue that connection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think during this time, like, we're really <laughs> realizing the importance of human connection yes. and the power uh, of human connection. Absolutely. So that's, that's, that's really good. Mm-hmm. What about you? So, yeah, just like you, I've, I've been taking walks. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday, I took a, a walk with my my stepdaughter, and we went to the park, and we both were like, kind of looked at each other, and we're like, we really needed this. And I was like, yep, yeah. <laughs> definitely. So taking those walks, and we're lucky to live by a really nice park uh, where they have like a little trail. So we went on that trail and just walked and talked. We didn't take a super long walk, but it was just much needed we've been in the house all day so we're going a little stir crazy mm-hmm. um and then another thing that i found to be helpful which i kind of do in my day-to-day like when when we weren't in quarantine uh was like to-do list i'm a big to-do list girl like mm-hmm. i need to write down like my daily goals even if i don't like even if i'm not able to accomplish them all like at least if i can like cross off like one thing that I accomplished for the day I feel better sure. so right making a list mm-hmm. uh, you know just just don't like allow yourself to have so much idle time where like you don't you feel like what do I do what do I do what do I do just kind of take the time maybe kind of reflect in that morning figure out hmm, like what can I do to make you know my life a little easier better today so like maybe laundry or maybe organizing my closet or whatever the case may be, you know? Um, so I've been doing that and to like cross it off, like physically cross it off, um, helps me. Um, I think that's pretty, those are two of my big ones, like getting out and then crossing off, making the to-do list. Sure. Sure. And I think for me, like, mm -hmm. my husband is such an introvert, and he has no problem being at home at all. Um, You know, (laughs) we've kind of designated that I'm the person that goes out when needed for groceries or other things. And like, gosh, going out to the grocery store feels like, basically, I'm going on a trip. (laughs) Like, you might be sending me to the airport. That's all I got to say about that. But it's been yeah. good, you know, still keeping my distance and doing things safe and things like that. But, um, you know, like just being, you know, going with, in, with intentionality. Don't just, I'm not just going to the store to go to the store. I'm going with purpose, 
knowing what I need beforehand, getting right. it and being gone. Um, right. It's amazing the amount of people I'm seeing just like one, you know, aimlessly just kind of wandering around the stores still. It's like, what are you yep. doing? Yep. Go home. And this is a time where we have to be strategic about everything that we do, mm-hmm. um, not just for ourselves, the folks that are in pretty decent health. And But we really got to think about like the cost that comes with just, you know, like you said, lollygagging around the, the grocery store. Like, come with a list, mm-hmm. um, get what you need, and get the hell out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and don't just be at the store to be at the store. One of my friends was saying to me last week that, like, she her parents will not stop going to the grocery store. It's like, what, what do you need? You have everything you need. You're just going to be out. Right, um, right. And, you know, that's the thing. I think that there are many people who are not taking this seriously because it's not directly affecting them or it's not directly affecting someone that they know. And, you know, a lot of the folks, even of our generation are saying like, well, it's fine because it's not affecting younger people. Bullshit. My, um, my friend, uh, who I previously worked with at hospice, her daughter is in her early twenties and she got hit with it. She's in Tennessee. She's, she's currently quarantined, even though she's been practicing social distancing, she's been working from home for the last two weeks. She still got it. So nobody is, nobody, this, this COVID-19 is not um, in the business. It doesn't discriminate against you. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's, and it won't long before it affects you or someone, you know, so please just stay home. Yeah. And Paul and I, we were, you know, Paul watches so much of the news. I'm not a big news, news watcher, but I watch it by default because of him. Sure. And way before like it started getting really serious Paul was like Linda like there's something coming our way like we really need to get serious about this and I'm like okay like not even thinking it would be like this you know I don't think it was until I saw like a status from this girl that I went to high school with she's good friends with this girl that lives in Italy Mm -hmm. and she had sent her a message like we all kind of started off like how you guys did. We were pretty like casual about like what we were doing and just like, okay, well, whatever, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, it got really serious and it got really bad really fast. So mm-hmm. she was like, don't wait until you're ordered to self quarantine or to, you know, stay at home, like start doing it now. And I was like, what? So I think hearing it from like a regular like person mm-hmm. <laughs> made it super real for me. And um, my husband and I went grocery shopping and we got just like, a, we, we, we pretty, we do pretty well when it comes to groceries and stuff. Anyway, we're pretty stocked, um, thankfully, um, but we just filled up our deep freezer. We, you know, made sure we had everything that we needed. So we wouldn't have to keep going back out. And my Mm -hmm. husband actually kept going back out like a few times. And I think the underline of that is just, I think people were secretly like panicking a little bit and just anxious about like, you know, because we have uh, two children here, you know, they spend half time with their mom, spend half time here, but, you know, just making sure we have enough, Mm -hmm. you know, so we can take care of them day to day like the school isn't around like giving lunch and so it's you know just being prepared but right i was actually you know i was supposed to go on a cruise on the 18th and even the weekend 
it was it must have been the weekend before um everything got really serious before it took a turn mm -hmm. i remember saying like well we're still gonna go like it's fine and then i started realizing i was talking i was supposed to go with my mom and my siblings and we were talking about it and um my mom had said like well you know it doesn't really matter if we get it or not if anyone on the ship that we're on gets it we're gonna be quarantined for weeks and i thought well, I certainly can't risk that. And I, I remember even weeks before um, being at, uh, you know, my employer has a coffee house and we had mainly serving vets and the vets that came in, one of them asked like two weeks before this got really bad, um, you know, is Dry Hooch going to close? And I said, well, no, why would we close? You know, I'm thinking like, I'm just was so naive to what was going on. Yeah. Never thinking much like you, like, never thinking that it was going to get to this point and right it, i think it wasn't until we canceled our cruise that i realized oh yeah um yeah this is serious like yeah and then i just saw a report yesterday that uh, one of the cruises that was still on i thought most of the cruises had been canceled but i guess one of them had made it out somewhere based out of florida um four people died on on the cruise ship yeah so it, you know i just think about well, what is it is your life worth going on a trip i mean that's that's kind of just my thought in anybody that's unnecessarily yeah. traveling right now is like is it worth yeah. your health or the other people's i don't think so and in, in this segment is not to make anybody feel bad about the choices that they're making because everyone leads their own lives but um one of the things that has been inspiring to me about this is that people that are making a conscious effort about staying at home is that they're doing it for the best interests of their neighbor. You know, they're doing yeah. it not just for themselves, but they're doing it as an act of a public service. 100%. And I think the scariest part about it is, you know, a lot of these celebrities have been coming out saying they're like asymptomatic. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and it seems like that's happening a little bit more with younger folks that are like, and I don't know if that's accurate information. So no one like, quote me, I didn't get that but, like, I'm just saying generally people that I've seen, like, on the internet and stuff, seems like there are younger people that are, like, asymptomatic mm -hmm. a little bit more than what I've seen with older folks. And that makes me scared, right. you know, because I don't want to go around my dad or my family members and, you know, having it don't know. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, there's some big problems. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is the time to be selfless. Um, and, you know, not just think about yourselves, but, you know, to try to think about other folks and, mm -hmm. and try to do the best that you can, you know, mm -hmm. um, to yeah, stay out of the way, you know? Yeah. And really like the deepest, most humbling appreciation for the people that are on the front lines, like the nurses, the doctors, the respiratory therapists, all these mm -hmm. people that are coming into the CNAs. I mean, all these people that are coming in contact with the virus every single day and mm -hmm. you know putting their lives at risk and absolutely settings being you know being mandated to stay if someone doesn't show up for work and you know it's i was reading an article today that was talking about how no medical professional is really ever prepared for this like mm -hmm. they don't go to school to to do this this job to go into this career to you know have to deal with the pandemic that's not what they're prepared for so they're really uh -huh. learning as they go so you know it, the, the the best work that we can do right now is 
not only just to stay home, but to support them in any way possible. Because absolutely, they're the ones that absolutely. I have two two of my best friends. They work in healthcare fields, and they're out there every day. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm scared for them. You mm-hmm. know, because they can try and protect themselves, but they're putting themselves out there to keep other people safe and well. And yeah. so, salute to all the people who are, you know, out there during the doing the work that you know is hardest right now. And mm-hmm. we and, appreciate you guys. And we're fortunate that we're in situations that we're home, and the people that are within our immediate family are home with us. Like, but. Yep. You know, think about not just the people that are on the front lines, but the spouses and the children of those that are on the front lines. Like, yeah. you know, not knowing when their loved one is going to come back. And, um, you know, it's just a huge, a huge appreciation um, for those people that are doing the work that I, I don't know that I could ever do. Exactly. And, you know, another thing that I was thinking about, Brittany, was like the families that are financially struggling right now Mm -hmm. like I feel so lucky um to have a career where Mm -hmm. you know I really at this moment you know I don't have to really think about my finances Mm -hmm. and I'm just thinking about the single parent that was laid off or that works at the hotel or Mm -hmm. you know I've even had people out that I work with that were laid off you know what kind of whirlwind would would you be in if that were the case as well? So that part of, of all of this is kind of scary to me as well. But, um, you know, all we can do is I've been working on trying not to carry those burdens because it, I just wouldn't even be able to function properly. But also just trying to make sure I'm in communication, you know, putting out, like I put out a few resources on Facebook for people that may need it and things like that so and also because you know my my um while I'm still receiving a paycheck and I'm still able to do some work from home my income has definitely been impacted by this um fortunately my husband's hasn't been but you know for anyone that's listening that's worried about whether it be your mortgage whether it be your student loans you know look into those things because the many of those um lenders are um providing like basically um, relief during this time. So stopping mm-hmm. your payments, um, and, or maybe lowering your payments or whatever it might look like. So don't mm-hmm. be afraid and don't be too prideful to look into those options because you're not alone in this. You know, every, everyone in some way, I don't think anyone's lives are not affected in some way by this. So, oh um, yeah, and it's really just like a no questions asked sort of setup you know, you, you say this is what it is and they're going to, they're pretty much going to improve you. So Mm -hmm. don't hesitate to look into those options because that's why they're there, you know, and there has been a lot of criticism about how the administration has been handling this and et cetera, et cetera. And I think the reality is, is that while we obviously weren't prepared for something like this, I think everybody Mm -hmm. is, I think everybody in every sector is just trying to do the best that they can. Um, absolutely and that's about all we can do right now that's right and this is a time to kind of dig into yourselves and try to figure out what's best for you and how you can help yourself throughout this time and who you can rely on during this difficult time and yeah 
you know, just kind of go from there. So, Brittany, do you want to maybe give a few, maybe we can give some closing tips of how to stay well during the quarantine and yeah. during this yeah. pandemic? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, from a, from a mental health perspective, um, as somebody that's, you know, suddenly just become like a telehealth provider, a lot of sense, um, <laughs> unexpectedly. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. if you're someone who, you know, regularly, let's say, sees a mental health professional or relies on, you know, seeing a psychiatrist or things like that, those are essential, um, those are essential, yeah, those are essential workers right now. So don't think that you, you should just give up on um, that part of your recovery or journey because, you know, there's so much going on in the world. Those are essential workers. And they're doing their best to kind of accommodate, I mean, maybe their offices are closed, but they're still providing telehealth services or over the phone. So please do not neglect those things. Um, I think it's really, really important during this time more than ever, especially if you're someone who um, really struggles with being isolated and that can really, you know, that can turn into something of a spiraling type of situation for you. Don't hesitate to reach out to your providers and seek those things. And also, you know, much like we were talking about before, like seek out your community, um, call the people in your world. And I, um, was doing some reading the other day. And if there's someone in your world that you love and, and, you know, is important to you, like what better time now than, than to call them and tell them how much they mean to you and make sure that you have those important conversations. Maybe it's a conversation you've been putting off or, Absolutely. Um, um, and then the last thing I also just want to say from a from a social work perspective is that if you are in a situation where you're dealing with compromised health or someone that you love is, make sure that there are conversations going on about what their end of life wishes are. Um, no time like the present, right? Like, at least in the state of Wisconsin, it's pretty easy to fill out a power of attorney um, document. And the best time to do it is when... Um, the person is level-headed and clear-minded and can say what they want their wishes to be. So um, it's, not to, it's not to invoke a sense of fear, but it's really just to do it in a state of preparedness. So um, That's right. don't hesitate to have those conversations with your loved ones, with your parents, you know, maybe you have older siblings, or even for yourself, talk to your spouse or your kids or your, your closest friends, you know, talk to them about what those decisions are. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. You and you know, do those things that you need to do for yourself. Like I, I mentioned before, another tip would be, you know, kind of prioritizing what's most important for you in your day, in your in your world, in your home, whatever. You know, write a list, cross mm -hmm. off things once you've accomplished them. Maybe you know if you're finding yourself where you don't have any structure and that's making you feel uncomfortable, like myself. <laughs> uh, maybe choose a day or two where you do set your alarm. Yeah. You know, as soon as I figured out we weren't returning to work, I, I turned off my alarm and I was like, well, you know, I don't have to wake up at a certain time. But maybe choose a day, set your alarm where you're waking up at this time, you're showering at a certain time. Cross that off. Those kind of uh, normal daily tasks can sometimes fall out of the window when we're so just don't have any structure at all. So that can be helpful. Um, like Brittany said, you know, socialize. Um, via phone, via text message, via whatever. We have so many different avenues where we can communicate. Mm -hmm. So, you know, 
take take that in do do what you can with that to kind of socialize because you know we're learning that the, the connection between the other humans is really important and so really do that um stay home if you can yeah. stay home if you can yeah. um, if you need to get out you feel like you're stir crazy another tip you know take a walk around the the block but if you if you see someone else who's who's walking um you know stay six feet away yeah. if you're unable to take a walk around the block maybe see if you can uh take a you know get some fresh air in your backyard or just step mm-hmm. out of the door you know yeah. something like that um, and don't forget to check on those that are most get, most at risk in your life, yes. so whether that be elderly parents, elderly family members, or just people that you know in your neighborhood that um, might need assistance or don't have don't have natural supports in the area. This is a good time, you know. And if you're in a position right. like, you know, like I am and like Linda is with the job that we work in, like check on the check on the people that you can. Um, mm-hmm. You know, exercise. Yep. That's a big one. Like, yep. if, even if you're not big into exercising, which I dread it, mm-hmm. I'm usually like a treadmill kind of gal. I'll do a little bit of that and then I'm done. But mm-hmm. when it comes to all that flipping and dipping, and I hate it. Yep. So, <laughs> but it's really important to keep active because, you know, sometimes we don't even realize how much moving we're doing throughout the day until we're in a time like this where we're literally like sitting or standing still. Um, so get yourself moving get that blood circulating even if it's waking up doing a you know 50 uh jumping jacks or or whatever like get yourself moving um you know music is always nice find something you love to read or watch yep yeah all right well i think this is a good note to leave on um yeah i think so too yeah thanks everybody for listening and if you uh this is the first episode that you're stopping in on. We got plenty of other episodes for you to listen to if you're looking for something to do to fill your time. So, and, uh, <laughs> and, and don't mind the library one where we were like whispering. <laughs> it was a good one, but we had to whisper because we were in that doggone library room. But hey, you know, gotta get it how you live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this is not your mama's podcast, unless your mama's a social worker. And we'll see everybody next time. All right, peace. Bye bye. Oh.